This is Story Quest. Today's story is... The Not-So-Scary Werewolf by Abby. Werewolf? You're more like a carewolf, said Snap and howled with laughter. The smaller wolf cowered in terror as Snap's menacing fangs snarled in her face and then turning, she began to run. The smaller wolf was called Willow and she lived in a pack in the grim-standing Gallow Woods. They are a very scary place to be and absolutely none of the villagers from nearby Little Tinkling would ever dare to set foot into the gloom of the trees and certainly not when it was a particular time and that time was full moon. When the moon was full, something very bad happened. The pack of wolves would magically transform into werewolves. Terrifying giant creatures with a bloodthirsty appetite and fangs the size of knives. Snap! who we just met, was the leader of the pack, and to be honest, even when the moon wasn't full, he was a pretty horrible character. Erasmus, the wise old wolf, had in fact observed that Snap was only in charge because all the other wolves were afraid of him. Willow, who we had also just met, was the smallest of them all, and the most terrified of them all. She wasn't just terrified of Snap, but she was terrified of the dark, loud noises, noises that were almost too quiet. Tall, looming things, small, creepy things, and she was especially afraid of humans, which is a bit problematic when once a month you're meant to turn into a human chomping monster. Even as the night fell on those days, she felt herself growing and growling and slavering. She always ended up whimpering and hiding in the undergrowth until she went back to normal. Now, in this story, something strange is going to happen, and then after that, something awful is going to happen. Let's start with the strange bit. It was full moon, and all the other werewolves had galloped off to terrorise the villagers, and as usual, no one noticed that she wasn't amongst the pack. She sighed and paced, annoyed at being gigantic, and slumped into the moss, sadly. She was lonely. Suddenly, she heard a cry, a wail. It was a human child. What on earth was a human child doing in the woods at night? On the night of full moon, too. I have to be honest and say her mouth did start to water and she licked her lips instinctively, but then she felt revolt. For Willow, looking at a human made her feel the same way you might feel if you looked at a plate full of mouldy old sausages covered in flies. She was pretty sure she'd be allergic to humans if she did eat one, but the cries made her ears prick up and she realised that the child was on her own. They must be lost. Curiously, Willow slinked out of the shadows to see A little girl, no older than seven, was stumbling in the dark, and Willow could see that she was heading in deeper towards where the pack slept, and they'd be back soon. There was no time to lose. With a soft whimper, Willow cautiously walked towards the girl who jumped at the sound, and then held her hand out and gingerly touched Willow's furry head. It was so dark that the girl couldn't tell that she'd just done the extremely dangerous move of patting a werewolf on the head and instead stopped crying. It's a dog! Are you lost too? I mean, I suppose in the dark you might confuse the smallest werewolf for a very large dog, if said werewolf was behaving itself. But even still, thought Willow, this kid can't be very clever. Clever or not, she knew, however, it was important to get the child to safety, and so Willow carefully guided the girl away from the woods, the girl never letting go of Willow's scraggy fur. Once near to the houses with the bright lights from the cosy fires coming through the windows, 
The girl could see that she hadn't just been taking a stroll with a friendly dog, she'd been on a walk with the werewolf. But although she jumped a bit, she quickly smiled. Hmm, you're not bad like the others. I can see that. Thank you for helping me. And with that, Willow was amazed to be kissed on the head before the girl ran to the houses, where excited cries could be heard from her family. Willow quickly ran back to the woods and was soon overtaken by the returning pack. Where were you? You missed all the fun, one of them howled. We scared off old Farmer Farrow from his field before we had time to lock the barn door. Let's just say he won't be selling as many sausages this year, he cackled, licking his lips. Willow said nothing, but slunk back to the pack and had a good think about everything that had just happened. She'd always been afraid of humans, but she hadn't been afraid of the little girl at all. She was the first human she'd ever met. Maybe she had got it wrong. It wasn't until the next full moon that the something awful happened. Full moon again, and Willow once more hid her gruesome form in the undergrowth, feeling scared and lonely as usual when she heard a call. Wolfie! Wolfie! It's me, Kara! Come and play with me! It was the child she had rescued. What on earth was she doing back in the wood? I've sneaked out to find you. Where are you, Wolfie? It was bad enough that the child was in the wood in the black of night, but what was worse was that it was much, much later and dawn would be rising within minutes, and that meant the pack would return at any moment. Whimpering in terror, Willow trotted towards the girl who flung her arms around Willow's neck. See? I knew I'd find you. My parents said I'd made it all up. They said a real werewolf would have gobbled me up for breakfast. Willow whined again and pulled at the girl, and with her enormous jaws, as gently as she could, tried to pull the girl towards the edge of the forest. But the girl didn't want to go home, and so pulled back. And then the awfulest thing of all happened. The pack could be heard on their return. The sound of enormous clawed paws racing through the wood and howls and barks. Willow tried to circle the girl to hide her from sight, but it was no good. Snap, who we met at the start of the story, came to a sudden halt and stared in amazement at the sight. <sighs> Breakfast in bed, oh, how nice, he growled, drool coming down his muzzle. He stalked slowly towards them, the girl now cowering behind Willow. It's fair to say she wasn't the smartest girl in the village, as we've seen more than once now. But even she knew when a werewolf looked peckish. Don't you touch her! Werewolf found herself snarling. Are you going to stop me? Snap said in a threatening purr. And then he leapt towards Willow. She leapt away and then doubling back found herself becoming braver and pounced at Snap. She was half his size but managed to claw at his body. And as he swayed back, she jumped up and bit into his leg. He howled and howled and then steadying himself, lunged at Willow. The little girl was terrified, but turned and ran and ran and ran. Fortunately, all the wolves were cackling and howling in delight as the pair of werewolves tumbled into the ground and rolled, snapping and clawing. Stop at once, came a booming voice. It was Erasmus, the wise old wolf. He was ignored, but then he shouted even louder, We never fight our own! And the pair reluctantly separated, both covered in slashes and bites. She's a disgrace to the forest, protecting an human child, jeered Snap. 
Willow was trembling. Now all her courage had left. She knew what would come next. A werewolf who sided with humans would not be allowed to stay in the pack. She looked sadly at Erasmus, who shook his head sadly. I'm sorry, child, but you cannot stay. The werewolves sniggered and barked. And although she felt sad, she also felt as if she didn't want to stay anymore anyway. Snap padded up to her, sneering. Werewolf? You're more like a carewolf, said Snap and howled with laughter. The smaller wolf cowered in terror as Snap's menacing fangs snarled in her face and then turning, she began to run. She ran all the way into the village, not knowing where on earth she might go. She was tired, oh, she was so tired... There's the wolf that saved me, came a voice, and the little girl appeared with her mother and father. Well, bless my soul, you were telling the truth, said the girl's father. Oh, she looks injured, said the mother, and Willow limped towards the girl, and then with a heaving whimper fell onto the floor. She was exhausted. The last thing she felt was the curse wearing away, and she returned to being just a wolf. A very small, injured wolf who hadn't got a home in the pack anymore. But there's a happy ending to this story. Kara, the little girl and her family, decided that Willow could come and live with them. After all, most of the time, she was just a rather nice wolf who liked strokes and catching sticks and doing lots of doggy stuff. Of course, sure, once a month, they had to get used to her changing into a werewolf, but they made her a special cosy kennel to curl up in until the curse passed. And if anyone asked them why they had a werewolf as a pet, Kara just piped up, saying, well, she wasn't a werewolf. She was... Do you know what she said? She said she was a carewolf. So Willow might not have changed the world, but her world had been changed forever, for the better. And that's the story about the not-so-scary werewolf. Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash story quest and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode. And we're with Ari, who gave us the brilliant idea for the not-so-scary werewolf. Ari, what made you pick that idea for the title? Well, I was listening to the meerkats and the werewolves and... Every story that has werewolves in it is normally, normally ends with a big fight or big action bit. And, it, I, and I, I like werewolves and sometimes, the, and sometimes they can, and not all of them have to be scary. No, that's a brilliant point, right? Where we see werewolves, they always come out of the full moon, they're always howling, they're always mean, they always want to eat people. But maybe they yeah. don't have to be so nasty. Why Why do you like werewolves? It's a strange creature to love. Well, I like wolves and I also like magical creatures. So why not like werewolves? You push the two of them together. I. When you sent us the idea for the story, did you give us uh, like a couple of lines that we could use? Do you remember that? Maybe point us in the direction of the tale? Most people think werewolves are scary monsters of the dark. Not this one. Cease and attain the world. There you go. You remembered it. So we had yeah. that. You gave us the not so scary werewolf. The title. Uh, what do you remember? What was your favourite bit of the story? Well, it was probably when when Willow was fighting Snap. Thank. I was trying to remember his name, and 
they were fighting about what was right and what was wrong. Like, yeah, they were trying to make their mind up, right? What What did you love about yeah. that bit? Like, because you didn't want to, you didn't want a fighting werewolf. You don't want all your werewolves to fight, but then you liked them fighting about what was right and what was wrong. I just feel like a bit of action. Sometimes I watch Star Wars, Marvel movies with my parents. So you like it when it gets to the action. Uh, What was... Who was your favourite character? It has to be Willow, the not-so-scary werewolf. I liked how she stood up for what she believed was right. Do you find that a bit inspirate? Because when you think of, like, characters in books and films that we look up to, they're not usually werewolves, right? How much did you like the fact that you can look up to this uh, creature who's magical, mystical, but she knows what's good and what's right, and you can look up to her, but she's a werewolf. How much do you like that? I, I really like it. It represents differences don't matter. I really like that, and I really love the fact that you sent us this one, the not-so-scary werewolf. Ari, thank you so much for sending that over and giving us such a brilliant idea.